Welcome to Lost in Menstruation, the podcast with Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project, the podcast that talks about women's health. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Lost in Menstruation. Today, I'm really excited because I have a group of 20-somethings. Um, we have got Rosie, Annabelle, Laura, Abby, and Emily, who have kindly joined me today. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Good, thank you. Hi. <laughs> Um, so we're having a bit of lockdown bant about um, our periods. I'm going to ask uh, ge- through the generations, basically, chatting about our periods, what like how things are rolling with it, what we know, education, all that kind of stuff. So um, my first question to you guys uh, is how did you uh, learn about your periods and stuff? How was that like? Was it through school, friends, magazines, like? And what kind of sticks out into your mind about how it kind of came into your worldview? Well, I can remember being herded off into a different classroom from the boys in year six, yeah, and be um, a tampon being put in a cup of water, and then everyone was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna pass out." That's about all I remember, to be honest. <laughs> I can only imagine putting a tampon in a cup of water. It must have expanded to about the size of the cup. <laughs> no water. <laughs> yeah. And this is how you stop a leak. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, we had ours in a test tube, if I remember rightly. Um, my uh, biology teacher had totally drawn the short straw. Um, and yeah, she put it into a test tube and it just filled the test tube, but lengthways. So it like crippled in size and all of us, our eyes were on stalks thinking, oh, what the hell is that? That's yeah. really lifelike, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> totally. But like water is completely different consistency to blood. So it acts in a completely different way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the teachers were ever really that great at explaining it was there yeah no, I think it's probably something they really avoided doing <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't even remember anybody doing it I don't remember mm. ever being told anything about it at school I think I just knew from older having an older sister yeah I was gonna say I remember learning same as Rosie going into a classroom separate to the boys during the sex education week but um I think I was 11 10 11 so it didn't really mean that much to me at the point and then I remember my obviously my older sister started her period and it was quite a discussion in the household because we were all girls so yeah I don't remember that, that I don't really do you not no she, she came running she came running out of the bathroom shouting for mum <laughs> <laughs> I should just point out that two of the ladies on this call are sisters so <laughs> oh no this sounded so weird <laughs> I <don't> remember that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a really weird one at school I think uh, it's still quite separate and um, it, you definitely have that feel of oh my god like I really don't want to be stood here in front of a whole load of teenagers talking about sex or periods or mm-hmm. anything to do with it. Um, it's this whole like taboo thing, isn't it? Like people just still don't talk about it, and it's silly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, I, funnily enough, Annabelle, I remember having um, a sex education week at school. I don't know if you guys had this too, um, where we got. Uh, people in from like all different sort of points of reference we had like a doctor that came in from um, the gum clinic Uh, we had someone who walked who worked in like the abortion clinic or like anti-abortion and that kind of thing we had 
our teachers talking about sex education, lots of different things. And then, um, but the two people I do remember who stood out the most was this doctor from <laughs> the gum clinic, uh, because she was showing us all these slides of all the different like um, STDs you could get. And they, there were a lot of <laughs> lovely knobs and, and discharge and all of that kind of thing going on. And it took out about three boys just fainted flat on the floor <laughs> brilliant <laughs> but she was so matter of fact about it like she because she was a doctor I guess not a teacher and she could just breathe in and breathe out she was just like rattling it all off and uh yeah no one it was a great session like we we're all really like oh show us more gore <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to see more gross stuff <laughs> yeah yeah I was obviously destined to work as a nurse from that point on because I was like ooh, yeah mangy bit love it um, but um, and the other lady who came in to show us how to use condoms and all of that kind of stuff uh, she was also really matter of fact and I think everyone can feel that awkwardness of being sat in a room with loads of people and basically being taught like by your mum uh, how to put a condom on and everyone that excruciating like pain of no just let the ground open up and swallow me she didn't take any of that shit on board it was great uh, and so those two really stood out for me. I think just having the confidence to talk about it and uh, and roll with it, I think makes a lot of difference. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Yeah. If you get someone up there telling you just the facts and just not listening to any of the uh, the bullshit, then it's a lot easier to take it in when you're a kid. Yeah. I know some of them, uh, some of the teachers, like in sex ed workers that I've chatted to say that they do do that. They just like, say right let's hear all of the slang terms let's just get it all out in the open start from there and work backwards and it uh, it kind of diffuses the situation quite a lot cool so my next question to you then what is um what do periods mean to you like are you bothered by them are they a nightmare are they positive like what how do they factor into your lives well for me personally um i'm on the pill where that you don't get periods every month so i yep. can't it's probably been about 18 months since i actually last had like a proper period yep um, it's not anything that ever really bothered me but it mm -hmm. was something that my nurse put me on because of health in older generations of family it was like a safer option for me yeah but I was just sort of thought of it as something you know it's it's a way of creating you know it's like well it's not a way of creating life because obviously it's at the end of the cycle but it's part of that cycle in giving other people life isn't it so yeah it never really affected me and thinking that it was anything negative or a pain in the ass or anything like that <laughs> do you miss it now you don't have it though I don't know really it's not something I've ever really thought about that I miss it I mean I guess it's a bit more convenient yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no it wouldn't bother me to have if I like had to come off of the pill for any particular reason it wouldn't bother me having them again it, it helps you understand like mood swings and things like that a bit more if you know kind of where you are in your cycle whereas yeah. it's a bit harder to yeah, understand that when you're on a pill without a period so yeah yeah it definitely makes it much more linear when you're on mm. like, synthetic hormones for sure I, I think i actually do miss mine so i have the mirena coil mm -hmm. um and it didn't it just made my periods lighter for the first year but for yeah. the first for the last few months they've disappeared completely mm -hmm. and i have found myself missing my period because i used to track it on this app called flow yeah um 
Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah, just really like knowing where I'm at because I think I do feel quite different at different points in the month. Yeah, um, and it's kind of nice to check in and know why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Yeah. Um, and now I just sort of never really know where I'm at because I don't have that period to come and tell me that I'm at the start. Yeah, yeah. And um, what's interesting is that you can you can still chart stuff like that but Mm -hmm. it's more sort of emotional cues and obviously because you don't have the physical period and stuff but you definitely can still um chart those kind of things and um note them down it's definitely worth it because you probably find you know like there will be emotional ups and downs or like different cravings and things like that even though it's not necessarily right down to um to, to your period which is like your report card really um of your overhaul overall health annabelle you did say that you've been charting actually how's that been going so i came off the pill um just after my honeymoon um more so just so i can start tracking um my my periods not because we want to try for a child at the moment but when we want to i'm in the position i know when i'm you know um ovulating when my period is due that sort of thing and do you feel different now you've come off the pill i don't know whether i've had enough time at the moment to no, um, I know that it took a couple of days for my for it to be regular, and yeah. where I've been tracking it on the app, um, it's got it down to the day now. Like I know when I'm due on, and yeah. it will I'm guaranteed to be on that day, which is actually quite helpful. They're a lot shorter than what they were when I'm on the pill. It's yeah. I have I have like two medium heavy days and then two light days either side, and I'm done, yeah. which is quite nice. But I've, I think I've noticed the difference in my skin. Um, yeah. I get spots pretty much the whole month now, <laughs> which I need to Don't your uh, body's totally <laughs> detoxing from all of that too. So um, you need to go and see a herbalist yeah, if true. you know one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> Being on um, synthetic hormones like completely masks a lot of things in your body and stuff because it stops. Uh, ovulation so ovulation is the only way to make progesterone so that's why you have either the combined or just progesterone only because if you had you couldn't have just a estrogen only pill because otherwise you'd be up shit creek without a canoe because you'd be making the other opposite to your um to, to both of your hormones uh, a lot of women can feel like like a fug's been lifted off like they feel very different or their body like their periods change or yeah emotionally they can feel different skin like lots of things can happen um but you can feel uh, a lot more like yourself when you come off of um <coughs> of hormones sometimes which is interesting Cool. Mm. Anyone, anything else they want to add to that? I mean, oh, yeah, go on then. Yeah, I think it's been such a long time. I'm not sure what that is at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely finding it out for sure. Yeah, I come off, I was on, I've been on both the pills. I always forget what they're called. Um, but the last one I was on was the one, same as Abby, where you don't have a break. And yeah. I loved that, to be honest. I quite enjoyed that. Well, not enjoyed it. That sounds a bit weird, but like just <laughs> preferred it. And then I come off it November, I think. Didn't realise I actually quite did stuff in cycle thing. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely prefer it this way. So like using the tracking again, sounds like we're plug in flow, but um, <laughs> we're sponsored. No, I can't right. it, <laughs> Other apps are available. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I really I almost get like a weird enjoyment out of it now. Uh, I like mm. seeing just mm. nothing. It. And, and it's made me see how all over the place my 
cycle is like it ranges yeah. anywhere from like 26 to 35 days and uh yeah shows what part things going on in your life can affect you and your yeah i always feel like i'm getting shortchanged if i have like a 26 day cycle i feel like it's not fair my <laughs> <laughs> <Am I> dumb <laughs> Although the 35 one uh, induced a lot of panic. I didn't yeah. even realise 35 days was like possible. I think yeah. I'm really uneducated in this though because I've been on the pill for like 10 years. Yeah. So I don't think I know any I think I'm really uneducated in the in the natural <laughs> phenomenon of it. I don't think I think I started my period really late as well. So I actually I think only had like natural periods for like two years before I went on the pill. Yeah. Mm. So I don't think I have any idea. What how, how old were you when works. you started? For like fourteen or fifteen, then I probably went on the pill at like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. So mm. um it was around yeah, it wasn't very long. So I don't think I have any idea. Oh, I've 35 days just blown me away, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally stressful. But yeah, you can have a, a, a normal cycle is anywhere between 21 and 35 days, as long as it's roughly the same every month. So if you, um, if you're like 26 days day, but you're 25, one month, 20, 26 kind of thing that's considered to be consistent and um mm. and regular but if you're swinging like that so you're 35 then you're 21 then you know all over the place then your your cycle is erratic and that is a, an irregular cycle um mm. which is signaling like imbalances in hormones and stuff um and also an absolute pain in the ass because you can guarantee the day you put your white pants on, that's when you start your period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is always the best way to bring on a period is to put your white pants on. Always, <laughs> categorically, it will happen. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. My next question is then, which kind of leads in quite nicely to that, is um, how important it is to you to understand um, what your body's doing um so like i know some of you guys have touched on it already but how important do you feel your period and stuff is to your your health and well-being like do you know what it, what it does how it's helpful and all that kind of thing i've never really um had that connection to it if that makes sense like yeah, yeah. as far as i've always thought uh, period is oh i'm not pregnant yes good news yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it that's the only yeah. thing i've thought about yeah, well, because that's how it's taught, um, basically. Like, when, when you're taught about periods at school, it is always in context of pregnancy. It's never in context of actually why you need this thing to happen um, because it actually, like, serves your body. And if, I mean, I know this sounds so ridiculous to say, but you can't function properly without your period. Like, you, you have to have it. Those hormones that are being released into your body they have to be there because if they're not then you aren't working properly um and if you're not working properly then that breeds a whole load of problems and it's not just the fertility side of things either it's just you know emotional stuff to pmt that's feral all that kind of stuff you know um which is it is a big deal but because we only look at it about the pregnancy side of things um sadly a lot of women only learn about their periods uh, when they touch on trying for a baby or you know having fertility problems and then they become the experts in it because they're going through like fertility stuff and they start to learn all about it but 
it really should be like that knowledge should be ours before we ever get to that point um which is my beef with the education system <laughs> now, i was going to say you're never really taught you know that it shows you about your your body's health or your mental well-being mm. you're not yeah, you gonna have a baby you're gonna have a baby you know everything yeah. like that i've got a friend who um has had some health issues and i know that she struggled with you know she went through months and months without having periods so that's kind of the only knowledge that i had with it is that you know she had health issues and that main meant that she didn't have periods in or vice versa or whatever mm. way around you want to say it yeah for me i just obviously not having them not something i've ever really thought about to think oh i'm not you know would that be showing me if i'm healthy or if there's yeah. anything imbalancing um, but i always feel kind of well balanced in myself yeah. and in my head anyway so it's not something that i've i've thought about yeah yeah is it interesting and and we don't because like i'm not here to say like one way or the other um being on you know it's, it's each and every woman's choice to have um use contraception or whatever but it's what is interesting is how little we know about how it affects our health and mm. um you know it's there that and antidepressants about the only thing that women are given when <laughs> they have like hormonal issues it's like we'll try the pill and if that doesn't work it's like well then try antidepressants and if that doesn't work then like people are like well i you know i just don't know what to do you'll have to just crack on and and get on with it really mm -hmm. um so yeah it is definitely raising that awareness to know that we've once we know what's going on in our bodies then we can start to be in control of it and that is like the forefront of my work is for women to know all of their options and then make informed choice because half yes. the time we're making choices that aren't informed and that's yeah. the problem yeah mm -hmm. the amount of people i know that are sort of our age that are on antidepressants and you kind of think oh, do they really need to be or is it you know they've gone to the doctor or they've gone to somebody to try and you know seek some kind of help and they've just been like you say brushed with a pill or brushed with uh with antidepressants like to the easy option yeah yeah and you don't need to even explain why you want antidepressants to the doctor generally they'll just give them to you without any questions asked yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. can i ask a question about yeah. um, so if you um like like the person that abby mentioned haven't had a period for a long time because you're not well for whatever reason mm -hmm. um does that affect your hormone cycle yes and so you're not so when you're not having your periods then it's sort of messing with your hormone cycle yeah so if you're if you're not on synthetic hormones but so naturally bleeding and you're not having um a period then you're not ovulating and if you're not ovulating then you're not producing progesterone um and that's a problem because you need both of them then you can still have a bleed um, with, it's called an, an ovulatory cycle, which just means you haven't ovulated in medical jargon, but you can still have a bleed, but it's different um, because it's basically the estrogen thickens the lining of the womb and the progesterone um, thins it and allows it, to, that's what gives you your period basically if you're not pregnant. So if you don't have, uh, if you don't ovulate, then your um you just get a very very thick lining and then eventually that just has to give way so it's not thin so you will get like a very heavy thick um kind of bleed so it'd be very it would be a different bleed so that's 
again why like tracking and stuff is really important because you're it's not just when you start and stop but it's all the little nuances in between of like what the color it is you know if there's any pain if they're like like what the flow's like if it's like coming out like jam or if it's sort of flowing out of you like water like all of these things can make a massive difference <laughs> um, uh, one of my friends um, recently found out that she couldn't have children naturally mm-hmm. um, and um, she's always suffered from really really heavy periods got really bad pains that sort of thing and like we're always really heavy and it's only because of the fertility issues that they've told her she was never ovulating mm-hmm. so how comes people aren't being told this earlier I mean she's been back and forth to the doctors numerous times from the age of 16 because of it why was this never picked up earlier I know you don't know that but I just it's, yeah. it's bad <laughs> why? Go why? <laughs> why? why without being told that but as soon like you said as soon as you try for a child it's different people take you seriously yeah that's where well, you've just hit the nail on the head Annabelle the problem being is that like doctors will only like see your fertility as the issue so when I was having um I had a cyst on my ovary that was quite large and um I've never wanted children myself been very open about that but my uh, surgeon was like we'll just chop the ovary off and I'm like no we'll keep the ovary and get rid of the cyst and they're like why because you don't want kids and I'm like I was born with two I'm not you know you don't have to just chop it's mine. That off. it's mine I want it like it does a job and this is the thing like um like I was saying before a lot of the time when women flag these things up because we have this long running issue and belief that periods are meant to be shit like every, you talk to any woman they're like oh god yeah I had a terrible period or and we just put up with it and we don't have to and the trouble being is that women show up repeatedly and say, you know, my periods are terrible. They might be very heavy, very um, painful or whatever. And medicine just says, all right, go on the pill. And that just masks everything until the point that you want to have kids. And then you're like, oh, now I'm having trouble. And they're like, oh, well, now we'll investigate it. If that had person had been taken seriously, like way back when, and someone listened to her and said, actually, periods shouldn't be like this let's investigate they would have found that out further but that's why that um that happened sadly because we're not women aren't believed you know they're not believed when we're <clears throat> affecting our lives and um and sadly when people like me rock up and say they don't have to be painful i'm not believed either because they're like Fuck off, <laughs> off. you know that's just that's how it is adam took a uh, eve took a bite of the apple and now we're cursed you know <laughs> this is how far back it goes so um, yeah, it's a really valid point that you raised uh, um, that it should be picked up sooner, um, and that's why I see my work as being so invaluable. Is because I do listen to people; <laughs> they have yeah. a lot of time to talk to me about stuff. And um, having a nursing background as well, I can be like, right, go and get these tests, go and see a GP, you know, get this stuff sorted out. And between the two of us, we can um, we can really get there a lot faster. But I'm really sorry for your friend. I hope that she gets some stuff sorted out. Um, but yeah, that's that's the shitty reality of it, really. Or we've probably forgotten the question that I asked. See, this is why I have to write some sort of questions because we just like deviate away, and everyone's like, "What? What was the original question, Gem? I've got no freaking idea." Um, okay, so uh, talking about periods to friends and family, um, like 
A, can you be open and honest with friends and family and colleagues at work and stuff? And B, are you? Yes and yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no mucking around. Easy. <laughs> I've, always, I've always spoken to my family. I mean, my mum was the one who talked, like, spoke to me about periods and, you know, like, it's always been really open with me about stuff. Um, so I've never really felt any reason not to be um and I think obviously like some of you other girls might agree with me that kind of I'm so against this whole like taboo against like talking about periods and sex and mm-hmm. things like that's that. definitely come as I got older when I was a teenager okay. you wouldn't have called me dead talking about it but as an adult don't give a shit <laughs> I'll talk about it to anyone <laughs> I don't care I know I'm so talking about being on Zoom off, but I want to so. give you a hug <laughs> <laughs> I think we were about 14 or 15 and we were in art talking about periods so love it <laughs> yeah love it circle, I, uh... of trust, circle of trust <laughs> <laughs> the circle just widened <laughs> it's like a, a cavern around here i tell you and um, what were you going to say were you going to say something annabelle oh i think it was me was it me? oh I think yeah, it was on, Laura. Yeah. I, I was going to say that I, I mean, to be honest, I don't really mind talking about it if the conversation comes up. I don't really talk about it that often <laughs> because Rosie's <laughs> laughing because I never talk about it. But it's because like my periods are like super easy. Like yeah. I have no issues. They are fine. They come and then they last about three days and then they go again. And I don't right. even really get that emotional or anything so whenever I bring it up everyone gets really angry at me so I don't normally <laughs> talk about it <laughs> I normally try and avoid it and just go oh yeah 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 same because <laughs> yeah. uh, every time I do bring it up they're like oh shut up it's not fair um yeah. so yeah I don't often but I don't mind talking about it and I do agree I have a few like my boss at work who probably would hate it if I said it but he like even if I say the word period he like cringes and I'm like Love oh it. come on like so I deliberately do it to him I'm like oh but otherwise i don't really talk about it (laughs) it's only if people are really cringy (laughs) oh laura you have made my day made my day this is exactly how i feel yeah like when i do uh when i do gigs and stuff and i start talking about periods and vaginas like as soon as there's someone who screws their face up I'm just like right I'm beelining <laughs> towards you yeah. and I'm gonna talk the rest of my set at you I love it lots of eye contact <laughs> yeah <laughs> really enunciate the word vagina yeah <laughs> love it <laughs> oh dear you guys you're my people um yeah anyone else any like funny stories or anything about like talking about it or I handed a doctor a tampon once instead of a pen (laughs) that was quite golden (laughs) do you have a pen yeah I do here you go I didn't even notice I'd done it and they were like uh you're not gonna get very far with that and I always keep my pen in my hair so I don't know why I took it out of my pocket but um, (laughs) be different if you start maybe get that one confused (laughs) yeah get your tampon in your hair um brilliant the road. <laughs> uh, so my last question to you guys then is what you would tell your younger self um and what would have been helpful to know then what you know now i think what we were saying earlier so they when you first learn about periods you just kind of learn that it's an, an annoying thing that you have to put up with 
every month but you don't sort of you don't learn about how it can also affect you in a positive way to have a healthy cycle Mm -hmm. Um, and what it also might mean for you in terms of mood and energy and stuff throughout the month yeah Um, so Mm. I kind of I know more than just it's gonna hurt it's gonna suck and you just have to get over it yeah I think it was it, it was probably only in the last few years that I started to track my period and actually kind of enjoy the different parts of the cycle and knowing where I'm at it's it does it opens up lots when you track your period like you know when you're you can break it down to like a season and so you've got like winter is when you're having your period spring is sort of coming out of it summer's ovulation and then autumn's sort of premenstrual coming back into it and that's kind of the cycle and that's generally how you feel like winter time you just want to hibernate stay in until it's all done and then spring you're kind of feeling oh, it's a bit warmer outside a little bit less clothes a bit more interested about going out summer you're all over it long days woo shorts yep I want to mingle and get on out there and then autumn it's just like no I don't want the days to end and it to get cold you're like clinging on to the summer for all it's worth and actually if you just let go of that and think do you know what it will be back around again what that is like biologically is our hormones shifting so our estrogen is dropping and our progesterone is picking up and because our estrogen is nice and fiery and it does stuff uh, progesterone is the opposite to that like it gives that sort of disparity between the two which you'll feel more uh when you're cycling naturally to if you're on um hormones but nonetheless you still will feel that and if you know where you're at in your cycling stuff if you need to I don't know, like do a, a presentation or something at work. If you do that more into your spring and summer part of your cycle, you're going to be kick ass at it because you're more articulate, you're much more linear thinking, you've got the energy, you can juggle all the things and all the rest of it. Whereas if you try and do that like two days before your period, then you're going to want to stab Colin in the eye and um, <laughs> you know, probably have to bite on your lip because you can feel the hot tears pricking behind your eyeballs and you're like, no, I'm not going to let myself be seen this way. And it's just horrific. And then you have to go into the toilets and eat six chocolate bars. So um, See, that, that is what I'd want to tell myself when I was younger because up until yeah. recently, this sounds really silly, but I didn't even know that the cycle wasn't just the five day period, do you know, like yeah. it's the whole month, it's the whole yeah. 28 days, whatever it is. And it, there is a and obviously like living with my sister for the last couple of months and, you know, and being around her and <laughs> noticing ah. her trends uh-huh. when she, I haven't lived with another woman <laughs> for like <laughs> eight years. So it's been, <laughs> but like yeah. knowing road, like it's, you know picking up on like um her behaviors and things like that and then picking up on it's made me pick up on my own you know like yeah. my husband turns around and goes oh this is the period talking and I'm like no it's not I'm allowed to be angry because I'm annoyed and then actually like noticing those cycles myself and being like yeah. oh I wouldn't have reacted this way at, if it was a different time of the month and um, <laughs> like when and you cried it, when you broke the broom yes exactly like, <laughs> it's all coming out <laughs> Thanks, now <Rosie. laughs> but, um, but actually like having those um having that um knowledge would have you know would have helped me in quite a few situations yeah for them over the last 10 years i think yeah definitely because the thing is you just think how is it sometimes i can do this and i'm totally on it and how comes right now I'm balling into my sleeve and or I just want to kill someone or I'm so frustrated and I like you think so how how can I be the same person 
but it's because we're this big wave yeah. of hormones and like when you harness that like that's shit hot stuff it really is like but it all sounds so like oh my god i've got to hug a tree now because i'm like <laughs> harnessing the power of my period uh, and that's kind of why i'm trying to break this down and make it much more accessible to people and know that actually it's not that weird it's just learning about yourself basically um but yeah you put that really well annabelle that's exactly it and i wish that schools and stuff taught it that way and it wasn't just like don't do this you'll get pregnant <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'll get pregnant and yeah. you'll die yeah <laughs> even being slightly older i don't think it is even very accessible at our age because yeah. i think I came across it completely randomly like on a podcast or something like that yeah and otherwise had not, like none of my friends talked about the different stages of the month and stuff like that like yeah. it was so that's why i think i only really found out about that in the last few years it even yeah i don't know about you guys but i think loads of people don't even know that still yeah, yeah. i think i've literally just found out <laughs> yeah. My work here is done. I just texted my mate and was like, "Do you track your cycle?" <laughs> Rosie's like, yeah, "Yeah, I do." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I have uh, on my website. Um, you can uh, access a free video of how to chart. So I do it old school. Uh, please, please do make sure you back up your um, apps and stuff because I lost about four years worth of tracking because my app crashed on my phone because I'm that tech savvy. Um, so do make sure you back it up. I think you can just email it to yourself or whatever. But um, yeah, you can download my free charting video. So it just talks about all of this that we've talked about in more depth and what you want to be looking for and like gives you ideas of what to chart and like how to think about yourself because every woman's charting sort of thing is going to be different like there might be some people doing it to find out for like health reasons or for fertility reasons or for skin or food like bloating all of those things every woman comes at it from a slightly different angle so it's all same same but different really do have a look at that if you want to because it'll give you an idea of what to put in your app and stuff it's been an absolute blast hanging out with you guys thank you so so much for your time yes, um you. it's thank been you. it's been really really awesome and um i know that um my listeners are going to get a lot out of this so thank you thank you thank no you problem. thank you Thanks so much for tuning in. Please come and find me on the socials. Facebook page, The Well Woman Project, Instagram, Well Woman Project, and my website, thewellwomanproject.com.